The Art of Peace. The Legend of Morahe Ushiba. Morahe Ushiba was born around December, the end of the year in 1883, I've read, and lived to about 1969, which is uh, a year a year after I was born. He'd passed away. He was said to be a great and honored Japanese martial artist and founder of the martial art Aikido. Um, he's often re- he was often referred to as the founder uh, or Kaizo or Osensei, which means great teacher um, in Aikido. And I think anyone who, who practices Aikido or knows Aikido will, will agree with that. He was also author of one of my favorite books I want to mention, and one that I keep handy at all times, The Art of Peace. He was the son of a landowner, um, I guess from Tanabe, Japan, and studied a number of martial arts as a youth, which which most masters do. And uh, eventually he served in the Japanese army during the Russian-Japanese War. Um, after he was discharged in the early 1900s, he moved to a place called Hokkaido and met and studied with Takeda Sakaku, if I, if I say that correctly. Um, and he was a founder, one of the founders of, of many forms of jujitsu. So when he left Hokkaido, uh, Yushiba served as a martial arts instructor for many years and until he eventually opened his first dojo. Um, on an expedition, um, I read about this expedition he took to Mongolia in the early 1900s. I think it was like 1924, 1925. Um, he was on an expedition with a group, and he was captured by Chinese troops and returned to Japan. And the following year, he told these stories, these cool stories about having a profound spiritual experience, saying things like a golden spirit sprang up from the ground and veiled his body and changed his body into a golden one. You know, he often talks about the golden light, um, the golden spirit. And it was after that experience, his martial arts skills appeared to be greatly increased and really took off for him. And uh, eventually he moved to Tokyo in around 1926 because it was a few years after the Mongolia trip around 1924 or so so probably around 1926 and that's when he set up the famous um I again I don't know if I pronounce this well because I'm not I don't speak very good Japanese but um Akike Hambu Dojo I knew I remembered as the Hambu Dojo but um that's when he opened up a very famous dojo and by now he's comparatively famous in martial arts circles Uh, a lot of people knew of him back then and he taught at this dojos for a very long time around japan and in fact he he also taught military academies and soldiers and the like um i remember reading in the world war in world war ii his hambu dojo was temporarily closed um, but by that point, he'd left Tokyo and retired to a place called Iwama, Japan. And he continued training in the dojo he'd set up there. Um, and from the end of the war until about the 1960s, because remember, he passed away around 1969, he worked to promote Aikido throughout Japan and uh, internationally. Eventually, he passed away in 1969, but he certainly left a budget behind. A budget behind. He left a 
a legend behind. Um, after his death, uh, Cato continued to be practiced by students all around the world. In fact, many, many famous martial artists in their own right. Um, it was due to his training. Um, and now Aikido is still practiced all around the world, world over. Um, I definitely encourage you to pick up a copy of The Art of Peace and see how it can affect your spiritual life. Um, I'm looking at it right now. It's, it's one book that I keep handy near me. Um, it's got sayings in it that uh, I think some of you have read The Art of War. I tend to like The Art of Peace better. Um, let me read you one excerpt of The Art of Peace. Your mind should be in harmony with the functioning of the universe. Your body should be in tune with the movement of the universe. Body and mind should be bound as one, unified with the activity of the universe. It's kind of like a deep Zen thing. You know, there's like, a, if you read through this, they're very, very short. Every page has like a short little excerpt in it, little, little Zen, Zen koans and whatnot. Um, like this one here, this is cool too. Study the teachings of the pine tree, the bamboo, and the plum blossom. The pine is evergreen, firmly rooted, and venerable. The bamboo is strong, resilient, unbreakable. The plum blossom is hardy, fragrant, and elegant. Here's another one. Always keep your mind as bright and clear as the vast sky, the highest peak, and the deepest ocean, emptying of all limiting thoughts. Sometimes what I do is I'll read one of these before I meditate, and I'll use it as sort of a, uh, like an abiding truth. You know, I'll read it, I'll kind of soak it up in my mind, and I'll think about that. So this one here, always keep your mind as bright and clear as the vast sky. So picture a vast blue sky with clouds. The highest peak, picture a mountain peak or the deepest ocean emptying of all limiting thoughts. And just sort of, then I close my eyes and relax, get into a comfortable position and sort of sit on that and just focus on my breath for, I don't know, be it five, 10 minutes, 15, 20, sometimes half an hour, whatever whatever time we have for meditation. But anyway, this is a great book. I really, I really recommend that uh, Everybody should have a copy of this. And just if you're into Zen, if you're into the martial arts, if you're into spirituality and stuff, it's just a great, great book to have. Um, this one here, The Art of Peace by Morihei Ushiba. I'm sure there's a correct way of pronouncing it in Japan. Morihei Ushiba, I believe is how they say it. But I'm sure to be correct, corrected. This version I have here is very small. I think it's about six by nine. It was translated and edited by John Stevens. But anyway, great book, The Art of Peace.